Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Resilience is My Beauty with yours truly, Tawanda J. Hey, what's up, everybody? How are you all doing? I hope everyone is doing amazing. So, you know, what's up? Come on in, come on in, come on in. It is a hot day today, y'all. <laughs> or you're just probably just coming in from a long, hot day, right? But it's been fun and eventful. But you know what's up? Come on in and grab you something cool and refreshing to drink. And come on, have a sit down in our room. Yeah, a special room. Yeah, prop your feet up, get comfortable. <laughs> Let's go. Take a deep breath in. Exhale slow. One more time. Take a deep breath in. Exhale slow. Hey, hey, hey. What's happening, my beautiful family? What's going on, everybody? I missed y'all. I'm doing the color purple uh, theme with my girl, you know, but they playing the hand, you know, the hand clap thing. <laughs> Oh my goodness, it's it's just, it's just good to be back, guys. How are you all doing? I hope everyone is doing well and that you're feeling good and that life has been blessing you with all, all kind of great things, things that you probably didn't even expect to happen, things you didn't, wasn't even looking for the blessings, but it came and you are reaping the benefits of it, right? Oh, wow. So, hey, guys, guess what? It's a good day. That's what I want to share with you, right? It's a good day. Just want to let you know. It's a good day. And I know some of you probably didn't have a good day. Some things didn't happen the way you wanted to happen. Or, you know, it's just been a rough weekend or week. Or even the past couple of months, it's been kind of challenging, right? Because I'm not there where you are. So I really don't know what's been going on in your life, right? But I do want to remind you that you're still here and it could have been worse. It could have been worse, right? Uh, But thank God you're still here. Yeah, right? You just got to take one step at a time, baby. Like I said, I don't know your hardship. I don't know your pain. I don't know the level of the pain that you're feeling right now, okay? But I know that God is with you. And I know that he loves you and he is still taking care of you. So if you just ponder on that and just thank him for that, girl, my brother, my sister, everything going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. So listen, guys, I want to come on here and talk to you briefly about the power of choice. Mm. The power of choice. And, you know, we don't really take that seriously in a sense you know when I say that say because you know we make decisions every day we make decisions all the time and we don't think about the repercussions of our decisions whatever we choose to do we wake up in the morning we decide whether we're going to stay in the bed or we're going to get up out the bed right <laughs> and for those of us who are working you know we work in nine to five you know you got to get up right <laughs> But, you know, it's a decision to make because even those who do work, they still decide to stay home. And for those who can't be able to work from home, most of them would would decide to stay home anyway, right? Because they have that option. But I'm saying you have decisions to make on a daily basis. You have a decision on how to choose to talk to people. You have a decision on how you want to show your love towards people. You have a decision 
on how you and what you want to eat, what you want to make. You know, you have a decision on if you want to brush your teeth. You have a decision to make. <laughs> right? And 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 we don't think about the aftermath of our decision. So I just want to uh, encourage you, as I hopefully always do, right? (laughs) And to remind you about, you know, when it comes to making decisions, you need to really think a little bit deeper. You need to talk to God about it. Because sometimes when we when we come across that, uh, that crossroad of decisions or which way to go, which way to turn, we sit there sometimes and we just like, I don't know which way to do. I don't know which way to go. I don't know which way to turn. And, you know, we get a little bit overwhelmed and, uh, you know, we get more upset with ourselves. You're like, oh, what the heck with it? The heck with it? I'm just going to go make a left. Or I'm just going to go straight. Or I'm going to turn right. Or I'm going to make a U-turn. Or I'm just going to go ahead and get in and, and, and take this business offer. Or I'm going to go ahead and, 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 and give this give this relationship a chance. Or I'm just going to go ahead and invest this $5,000, you know, or whatever. You, you abruptly make the decisions because you're tired of, you know, being indecisive or you're, you know, you're tired of, you know, just standing looking odd, you know, whatever it is, you just make the decisions and then later on, you don't think that decision is going to, um, is going to do anything, but after a while, it starts to show itself. You start to feel the pain. You start to sense the groans and the moans in your life. And, and you're like, wait, what is going on? Why is this happening? And then you reflect on that day when you had to make that decision. And then you were so like, ah, in that moment, you just decided at that last minute to make that abrupt decision. And now you're reaping the benefits from that. And for some of you, you are regretting it. Some of you have regretted and you are still living off that decision. And it, and, and it can be so painful for some of us when we make those kind of abrupt decisions, right? We, it, it, and, and we regret it to this very day and you're like oh man I should have could have would have moments and you're like oh I should have just been obedient and I should have stayed with God's plan and now I'm now I'm regretting it and now I gotta deal with the aftermath of this and and this that or whatever well I get it because I've been there done that myself right I, I've, I've been there man I, I've I reflect on some things back in the day and I'm like, shoot, if I just would have stayed with that dude or I should have just, you know, I should have just went on ahead and gave him another chance and things would have been much different in my, in my life today. Well, how do I know that? How do I know that? Right. You know, because where you are right now, you are dealing with some issues and it, it, it just becomes more and more painful, more and more disturbing or more and more irritating. And then you go back in a moment of time and you're like, oh, I should have, I should have, could have, would have, right? <laughs> and you're just like, man, if I would have said yes, things would have been much different. Things would have been much easier. Things would have been much better. How do you know that though? That's the thing. Because maybe God was doing you a favor. <laughs> Even though you weren't young and naive or, you know, you really didn't have all the facts or you didn't have, you, you know, you didn't really get your feet wet. But yet you, you, you chose the opposite. And here it is 20, 30 some years later, you, you going through something now in your current life and you regret that you made that decision. And now you go back in time and you're like, oh man, I should have said yes, or I should have stayed with them or stayed with her or whatever. Right. 
But then again, you like, like I said, God probably was doing you a favor back then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not saying that the person was bad or that that opportunity was a bad opportunity or anything. But look at the journey you have accomplished. Look what you have accomplished in the journey, I would say. Look what, look what you have endured. If you would have stayed there, you know, it's no telling what the outcome would have been like. It's no telling what what could have happened to you emotionally, physically. You know what I mean? We really don't know. And we can't continue to fight our brain trying to figure out what could have happened. We would never know that. We could go ahead and have our brain play tricks on us, right? Play this fictional movie in our in our heads to have us believe, oh, this would have been nice. Oh, this would have been romantic. Oh, this would have been great and all of that. But it's a fiction. It's not real. <laughs> you wasting time in your present hour reflecting on something that never happened. It's a figment of your imagination, right? So the power of choice, guys, is something that we take, for a lot of us, we take very lightly. And we should not do that. We should not take it very lightly. You know what I'm saying? We need to consult with God about these decisions. Now, there are some choices that are very minimal. Some choices that are very easy, breezy to choose. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah, uh, I choose to go ahead and brush my teeth today. Hello, because I don't want to have a funky breath. Hello, come on. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're home and you're just taking a break and you're just chillaxing or something, well, that's totally up to you because you ain't around nobody. Well, with the exception of your spouse or your children or whatever like that, Maybe your pet dog, uh, Rufus. I don't know. I don't know. But if hey, if you have done this before and you got away with it, then that's your that's your discretion, right? <laughs> or you choose not to eat a bag of chips today because you know what them bag of chips can do to you because it did it to you last night. Hello. <laughs> Right? I mean, minimal decisions like that. You know, you, you you can easily make that decision. Come on now. When it comes to your health, you know not to eat bag of chips at 11 o'clock at night when you just really, you know, uh, you know, um, binge watching Netflix shows or something to that regard. Right? Because we all have done it. Majority of us have. What You listen to the sound of my voice, you know you did it. If it's not chips, it's cookies. If it ain't cookies, it's, it's ice cream. And if it ain't ice cream, it's a piece of apple pie and a, and a, and and. and and, and, and ice cream on top with, dri- with a drizzle caramel, whatever. I don't know. Whatever floats your boat. You know you had a little something, something on the side, right? <laughs> and you regret it later, right? But that, what I mean by those little easy, minimal decisions, you know what to do about those things, right? But when it comes to something a little bit more thought-provoking, something that you know, that could make a difference in your life and your career and your finances or what have you. That's when you just have to really say, God, I need your counsel. God, I need you to help me with this. Because uh, I don't want to continue to be indecisive. I don't want to continue to be double-minded. I don't want to continue to waste a lot of time trying to decide what to do. Because see, your flesh, your flesh wants to do what is sense, what is, what is uh, very, um, pleasing right very whatever is pleasing to the flesh you want to do it you want you want to satisfy it right but you know sometimes we just gotta really not listen to this flesh and start listening to what God says what he has been saying to us right 
it's not easy to make some some decisions. Depending on that is the situation you're going through right now, it really isn't. I'm not trying to make light of everything because I know there's some things that right now you are going through that you have to make some serious, serious decisions. And yeah, it's going to hurt some people. It's hurting you. But you know, at the end of the day, that decision you come to, that, to, that decision you make, hopefully, it will be a blessing for you later on. It will start being your healing ointment to a broken situation. All right. So, but that's when you need God to help you in those kind of decisions because you don't want to make an abrupt decision because you overwhelm, you're tired, you're hurt, you're angry, and all of those things. Because, yeah, it's going to be a problem later on. Not only will you be affected by your abrupt decisions, but the people in your inner circle will be affected by your abrupt decision. So you definitely need to seek counsel with God and let him direct your path in that decision. God has a way of getting you, making you, uh, you know, make a decision and you need to make that decision very soon. You cannot continue to ponder on it. You cannot continue to sleep on it. You can't continue to procrastinate on that. You eventually going to have to make a decision very, very soon, right? Uh, because, you know, there's things that need to be taken care of. There's things that needs to stay in motion in your life, when it comes to your life, when it comes to your destiny, when it comes to your future, right? When it comes to your calling, when it comes to your ministry, whatever it is that God is prepping you for, that what you're currently doing, what God is getting ready for you to do, you can't continue to procrastinate on that decision. Because, yeah, it's a difficult decision. Yeah, it's a painful uh, decision. Whatever it is, right? So you definitely can't make an abrupt decision based on your irritation. Based on like, oh, I'm so sick of him. I'm so sick of this. I just, I'm done. I'm quit. I don't want to deal with this no more. I don't want to do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Even when you say it, God has a way to change your mind. (laughs) Listen, he knows that you are irritated. He knows that you're hurting. He knows that you're feeling some kind of way about that whole issue, that whole problem or whatever it is. But he wants you to not lean on your own understanding. He don't want you to continue to lean on your emotions. He wants you to lean on him. He wants you to trust in him. Let him be, let God be your balm in Gilead. Let him be your medicine. Let him be the band-aid of the wounds that still continue to open up. Let him be your savior. Let him be your healer. Let him be your deliverer. Let him be your helper. Okay, when it comes to that decision, when it comes to that pain, when it comes to that issue, whatever it may be, right? Let him help you decide what is best for you because guess what? He already has your future in his hands. You don't know what your future is. You don't know what is going to take place. You don't know what tomorrow is going to be like, but he does want us to prepare for tomorrow. Mm, Come on now. He wants us to prepare for tomorrow. He has the tools. He has everything we need for our tomorrow. We get a little bit, you know, a little bit uh, anxious because we we fear what what tomorrow's going to be like because we don't know what tomorrow's going to be like. So that's why it takes us a minute to make a decision when it comes to those career changes, when it comes to that promotion and all these other things. Uh, um, you know, uh, events or uh, decisions that comes our way. 
and we we want we desire those things but at the same time we like ah i don't know i mean like if i choose that then that means i have to relocate and i've never been to oklahoma before or i don't i don't know i mean you know there's a life altering change here in my life because this is a powerful ministry and everything but i don't know man i mean ooh, i I don't know what how's how things are going to be like for me and my children and and all of that but god knows he knows what's going to be best for you. Listen, when I moved here in Michigan, man, let me tell you, man, uh, it's about almost 20 years now. You know, before we before we moved to Michigan, we were living in Charlotte. We were living in Charlotte, North Carolina for a while. And we had assumed the thought that we were going to be there for about a few years or so. We really, really did. Not realizing that at the time with my husband, when he was working at the company at that time, that they decided just to close that location within a year. And so when we had to be transferred, you know, they transferred us over in Michigan. I didn't want to move to Michigan. I ain't going to be here. I, first of all, I, 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 I heard of Michigan, of course, but I don't know nothing about it. I don't have no relatives. I don't, I don't know nobody here, right? And then, of course, moving in a suburban community and everything. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm moving in a foreign land. <laughs> But then I start thinking about, uh, start thinking about Abraham and his cousin, uh, his nephew. Am I right? His nephew Lot. <laughs> and uh, and I and I and I thought about where God had them moving into a foreign land, where Lot was moving into a foreign place, and God still kept them. Right? They didn't know where they were going, but they trusted God. Abraham trusted God in the destination that he was going to take them. He didn't know where God was going to take them at the time, but he just knew that God was going to take them someplace. And he trusted him. Yeah, he probably was a little bit apprehensive. Yeah, he was a little bit nervous, probably so. But he still trusted God all the way. And even with Lot, Lot moved into this location where he should not have gone in the first place, but he went anyhow, right? But yet even through the midst of Sodom and Gomorrah experience, yet God still kept him and his family. Yep. God still covered him and his family. Yep. Right? Even though he endured in some things, but yet God still covered him anyhow, right? But again, it was just based on decision. It was a decision, right? We could have chose we could have chosen just to stay in North Carolina at that time and just start fresh, start new. But we chose to move into a place that we did not know anything about and that we just had to trust God through the process. And I'm so grateful that we did. I'm so grateful that, you know, I said yes. Even though I didn't know what was going to happen, even though I was scared, I was nervous, especially more for my baby at the time when she was about two and a half years old. But, you know, I was concerned about her, her well-being, you know, when she goes to school. I didn't think about having any more kids at the time, but God blessed us with my youngest daughter and everything, you know, and we were still here at that time. And guess what? We're still here, (laughs) you know, but I look back over my life and I'm grateful to God that I'm, you know, that I chose to, you know, make, you know, to, to, uh, to live here because God saw the future before I even enter into the future, right? He saw what I'm experiencing now. He saw my tomorrow. He knew what tomorrow was going to be like before I even stepped into my tomorrow, right? And I'm grateful 
that I didn't back away. I'm grateful that I didn't uh, run away. I'm grateful that I didn't say, you know, I'm going to end this marriage right now because I'm not taking this risk with you. You know, I'm grateful I didn't do that. Because I would have missed out on the blessings and the opportunities. I would have missed out on my growth. I would have missed out on seeing my daughters growing. I would have missed out on the opportunities for their life. I would have missed out on what my husband has been blessed with by God's grace and mercy. I'm married in favor over his life, over his career, and over his ministry. I would have missed out on a lot of things if I had chosen opposite. Because I was afraid. Because I didn't know what the future was going to be like, right? Oh, man. So I know for a lot of you right now, you are probably in that same dilemma where you really don't know what to do and you are afraid to make that decision. You're afraid to make that move because you're moving into an unknown location or you're moving to a strange land, a foreign land. You are familiar of the place. You heard of that place. Shoot, you probably visited the place a couple of times, but you never thought in your wildest dreams that you would actually live there, right? Right? And it has its pros and it has its cons. It has its good, it has its bad. And that's all over the place, honey. That's all over, honey. No matter where you go, you're going to have your good, you're going to have your bad. It comes with the territory, right? But you never thought it would be, that that place would be your future residence, right? So that's why I'm saying don't make abrupt decisions based on your fear, based of what you do not know. Don't worry about what you don't know. Don't, again, do not lean on your own understanding, but lean on God because he already knows. He already knows your future. So if you have him in your life and he is residing in your life, don't you know that he's going to take you in a place of safety because he's in you? He resides in you, right? He's going to take you (laughs) to a place that is already protected, He already has assigned the angels that's going to keep you safe, right? Even though you're surrounded by a lot of hell, a lot of fury, a lot of drama, a lot of temptation, a lot of craziness, a lot of foulness, a lot of stinkness, a lot of all kinds of stuff, okay? He knows you're going to be submerged by that stuff, but it's not going to affect you. It's it's, It's not going to come past that threshold. Because it's already covered by the blood of the Lamb. Come on with it. If you are old school like I am, when you're going to go ahead and you're going you're gonna to put that oil on over your threshold, come on with it. you got to pray over your house now. Don't wait for the pastor to do it. And I'm not saying anything wrong with that. But you, you need to pray over your house. Come on with it. Right? If you do those things, you are okay. You're going to be all right. <laughs> you're going to be all right. God knows exactly where to place you in terms of your housing, in terms of that community. And if you are blessed with children, he's going to bless you and your kids with a great educational experience. Come on with it, right? Yeah, you're going to have your moments. You're going to have those moments. All all, all um, school districts have their good and bad, honey. Come on with it, right? But God knows exactly where to place you. He knows exactly uh, where your children needs to be in terms of their school, in terms of their education. Oh, he has it all set up for you. Again, when you get to that destination, when you get to that location, again, it's all about decisions. 
every day we make decisions. There's choices. There's decisions to be made. So you got to choose. The power of choice is something that we cannot take lightly. No matter how minimal it is, no matter how major it is, we just can't take it lightly. And again, when we just get back to the minimal thing, you know, like a minimal thing, minimal, if I'm saying it right, (laughs) if I'm saying it right, it's like, okay, you choose, okay, you know what? You had a busy day and you probably, you know, um, have another, um, a zoom meeting coming up or something, or you have a project coming up and you just been on the go, on the go. And you didn't prep like the night before, as far as making lunch or anything like that, because you didn't get a chance to go to the supermarket to shop or anything. So you out and running around, running about, and you're like, Oh, well, let me go to this fast food place. And you know, you don't like going there often. Uh, you know, but you said you rushing with time and this, that, 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 and you grab you, your burger and your fries or whatever it is, and you eat it up and everything. And you think you're good. You're satisfied. You satisfied your hunger and all of that and all of that. And you're going about your business. You're going to your meeting. And while you're sitting there at the meeting, that decision you make starts to re- start to mess you up. Now your stomach is feeling some kind of way. <laughs> and since you cannot sit there forever and that meeting is something you really can't afford to miss, but your stomach is tapping you hard and say, girl, we got a meeting in the ladies room. Okay. Okay. So you got to tell your sister or your coworker, I'll be back real soon. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Those of you from old school back in the eighties, you know, that song. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You got to go to that ladies room, honey. Cause there's a meeting there that you got to attend. Okay. <laughs> Just by making that decision, you made a bad decision that day and you know you shouldn't have done that because you know how those certain fast food joints do to you. How they, how they, how they, how they mess up your stomach, if, oh, if that makes sense, right? Because you failed to go to the store the night before or you just didn't feel like going because you were too tired, you were this, you were that or whatever, right? That's what I mean by that minimal Uh, decisions. It may not seem a big deal, but mm, when you crush with time or, you know, you just, uh, however you're feeling at the moment, you just make that last minute decision and you think at that moment was the right decision. But later on, you reap the benefits or or I would say you reap uh, the results of that decision, right? (laughs) Or you reap the consequences of that, right? Does that make sense? I hope I'm making sense. I hope I'm making sense. Because we all have done it before. We all have made those kind of um, impromptu decisions. And man, oh man, (laughs) we regret it later. And then we're like, you know what? I'm never going to that place ever again. I'm never, ever, 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 ever going back to that place. (laughs) Right? And this time you make the right decision. Because now you went to the supermarket. Now you went to the you, you, you went and grabbed your your um, your fresh produce and all your fruits and vegetables and stuff. So now you could go ahead and prep your meal and you have your meal to take to you to work. So you don't have to go back to that. Um, you know, make that bad decision and grab you something to eat and knowing that that food is going to do something to you. It's amazing how when you get older in life, how the food you once loved back in the day when you were in high school and not in college or whatever, how that food don't like you no more. <laughs> it don't, it don't like you no more. It's just something about the food. I don't know if it's, it, it's because of 
what they do to the food or, you know, the grease. And I don't know what it is, depending on what you eat, you know, it just doesn't settle in your system like it used to anymore. And, you know, like for me, I used to love KFC chicken. Okay, I, I'm calling. I used to love KFC back in the day, uh, and especially the extra crispy. But baby, let me go there and one day decide like, oh, I'm craving for some chicken, you know. And I'm just too lazy to go buy a pack of chicken and make my own because I can make me some good. Come on now, come on now, okay. But I just, I just decided, you know, KFC is right there. Let me just go and grab me a couple uh, chicken, you know, whatever. And I eat that bad boy up, and it's good and finger licking good, as they say. But child, when I get back to my house, or if I'm out running errands, okay, my stomach said, <laughs> baby, it starts speaking in his tongue language, okay? It starts speaking in a language <laughs> that ain't holy, okay? <laughs> you start feeling that, okay, you know what's up, right? You know what's up, man. And you like, oh, shoot. And then while you at the store, you're trying to keep it together. And you 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 have to, like, either find a bathroom there if they have one. Or you have to drop everything cold turkey and go to your car and pray that you, like, 15, not even 15 minutes, but five minutes away from your house. <laughs> okay, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Okay, I'm trying to be clean with this whole situation, okay? All right, but those of you who know what I'm talking about, say hallelujah. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> right? Because you, you make those abrupt decisions, and you think what you what that decision you make was okay, but you're definitely going to reap the consequences later. So, of course, guys, decisions are powerful, and we got to be mindful of the decisions we make. And even when it comes to our words, words can kill. Words can be a blessing to people. It could be, uh, it could be uh, a, a sweet fruit and it could be a poison fruit. But at the end of the day, you got to choose your words. And that's biblical, y'all. That's in Proverbs. Okay, go check it out. As a matter of fact, hello, let me find it for you. Since I know some of y'all probably haven't read your word in a minute. But I'm going to go ahead and bless you anyhow. It's on Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Mm -hmm. It said, words kill, words give life. They either poison or fruit you choose. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what God gave me the idea to talk to you about the power of choice. We got to really be careful of the choices we make. And here's the thing, guys. It's not that one-time thing. It's every day. And even today, you're going to be making some decisions. You, you probably have to write down ch- choice number 15. You've made 15 choices so far, and it's only 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And you got the other half of the day to go. You know what I'm saying? So you really, really, really got to uh, think about the certain decisions you need to make, right? And that's why you need to seek God's counsel. Because when it comes to those heavier decisions, again, you can't lean on your own understanding. 
when it comes to the choice of your words based on that situation with that relationship you have with that person. You know, that person has, you know, can really get to you sometimes and they can say some things, you know, and, and you still feeling a little salty about what they said before or how they've been treating you for the past several weeks, months, years or whatever. You know, again, it's the words, it's the words, it's the words. It's not so much what they said at you or towards you, but how you say it to them and at them. That makes a huge difference, y'all. Seriously, I'm. you better listen to a woman that's been there, done that, and still dealing with it. I'm telling you right now, eh? Okay? All right. But thank God for another chance. Thank God that he is still working on me. He's working through me. He's working every fiber of me in me today because I do not want to continue to deal with that same situation when it comes to my words, right? So we got to make the decision on how to present ourselves to those individuals that really mm, can be a little a bit special every now and then. Now, of course, they are they are working pro- pro- progress like you and I are working progress, honey. But sometimes you wonder, are they really being worked on? <laughs> because they still continue to do the same stuff, or they continue to, to say the same old stupid stuff sometimes. But guess what? You can't go back and do the same stupid stuff either or say the same stupid stuff either because at the end of the day, God is going to be looking at you and he's going to be asking about your behavior towards that individual, okay? It's none of your business how they treat you, but it's your business of how you treat them. That is a powerful pill to swallow. And that's something you got to take every day. It's like a vitamin or a supplement you got to take every day. It's the same thing when it comes to our words. Oh, that's deep right there, y'all. That is some deep stuff right there. (laughs) Right? You got to be careful of what you say to people. And especially in the heat of the moment. And you already feeling some kind of way with that person. And they already did something stupid or say something stupid, right? But again, you got to watch your temperament. Right. And but sometimes it just comes, you know, you just say what you say, say what you feel. You know, your heart is already full with the issues of life is <laughs> already pouring out. Right. Because, you know, you already feel in some kind of way and you can't continue to pour the point the finger at that person. Yeah, they may have contributed to it. They may have done some things or said some things they shouldn't have said. But at the end of the day, it's about the choice of control. Mm, again, the power of choice, because at that moment you had the, had the opportunity to choose how to react to that situation. And we sometimes don't do a good job in making that right decision. Mm. And so, of course, we deal with the consequences later and it doesn't feel good. But that's why we have to have God and say, God, I repent. God, I need deliverance. God, I need your help because I see right now that that's an area I need work on. 
I need to be worked on right now because I do not want that to be my downfall. I don't want that to separate me from you or from the opportunities you have for me. I don't want this to destroy my relationship with you or my relationship in my marriage or my relationship with my children or my relationship with my coworkers or colleagues. Lord, I need you to deliver me now. And that's real talk, y'all. So those of you who know how spicy your words can be sometimes, come on now, let's go, let's go. You know what you say and how you say it, and you say it with a twist of the head, honey, okay? you Come on, especially you from the hood like me. (laughs) Okay, we go ahead, honey, we say we got to say and we're done with it. But that's arrogance. I'm just keeping it real, (laughs) y'all. That's a flesh moment, okay? That's a flesh moment. It's so satisfying to the flesh, baby. You may have read that person, but baby, you're gonna burn from that. You're gonna burn from that reading, okay? <laughs> and I'm keeping it real. I, I may be laughing about it, but it's a serious situation, okay? We really need to make a decision as to how we approach situations when it becomes too heavy or when it becomes uncomfortable, right? When it comes, when it becomes something that you just don't want to deal with, but at some point you will need to deal with it because it's not just that person personally, but it's everybody because you will come across another, another person in, in, in your future walk. You will come across another person like that. And if you haven't resolved the issue or asked God to deliver you, deliver you from that person that has caused that kind of strife in your life and strife in your relationship and, and all of that, then guess what? It's going to boil back up again and you're going to have that same conflict with another person. Okay. So yeah, this is something that, you know, you know, God loves us so much. He doesn't want us to, 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 uh, to destroy ourselves. Because ain't God is doing it now. That's all on us. And we can't always put all that blame on the devil either. Right? We got to take ownership. This is when it comes to making a decision. We got to take ownership and we got to make a choice here. Are we going to continue to carry this same behavior into the next chapter of our life? Or are we going to ask God to do an immediate extraction? Um, and pull up, pull out from the root, uh, that, that nasty, foul behavior. Come on with it. You know exactly what your, your behaviors are. You know how foul they are. You know the stench it carries. You know how it can break down some, 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 uh, powerful, uh, relationships. You know, you know the cause, you know how it can really do some things to people and to yourself. Again, some of us are still carrying the weight of our decisions. I said this at the beginning, right? And it's 20 some years later and you see that person, they moved on with their life. They're doing great and all of that. And y'all may have, you know, rekindled that friendship, But yet that moment still comes up in your mind of what you did, how you did it, when you did it, why you did it, and you still feel some kind of way. And I'm hoping that you have already apologized to that person and asked for that person's forgiveness. 
And if they and if they are a true honorable man or woman of God and they have received that and they um, they accepted the apology and all of that, they're not there thinking about it no more. You know what I'm saying? That's a blessing, but yet you still carrying it a little bit. You know what I mean? You know, and so if you don't want to go through that again, you don't want to rehearse that no more, then baby doll, my brother, then you definitely need to seek counsel with God today and say, God, I need help with this. I don't want this to come back into my life. I don't want this to be a self-destructive situation for me. I really want to experience the abundance of what you have for my life. I really want to walk and experience the Zoe life of living. That's God's way of living. I really want to enjoy heaven on earth. Yeah, I know I'm going to have trials and tribulations. Yes, I know that. You know, but even through the midst of the storm, yet I still got his peace. I still got joy, right? The good and the bad, right? The good days, the bad days. Yes, I still want to be able to experience you, God. You know what I'm saying? And that's a process in itself. But at least you acknowledge that, yeah, I I can't make these decisions anymore. Because every time I make these decisions, I'm going to feel the effect of it. And it doesn't feel good. I don't like that after effect. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, make a decision today. Make the decision today on whom you're going to serve. That's another choice right there. Every time God opens up your eyes, you got to say you you have to you have to decide on whom you're going to serve on this day. Yeah, man. That <laughs> Choose this day whom you will serve. And that's serious business, man. Come on with it. We You going to choose God or you going to choose Mammy, but you can't do both. Okay, you can't mix oil and water. You can stir, 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 stir all day long, baby, but it's still going to separate. That oil going to separate from the water, and you can and it and it doesn't look good. It don't taste good, it don't feel good. So you cannot serve both, but you got to make a decision of whom you will serve today. Right? And so make it make it your life-changing decision. I'm going to serve the Lord today. Right? Because guess what? You served mammon. You served the world. You've done it many, many times. You go back and, and look back over your life. You know you know exactly what you did. You know how you did it. It felt good. It felt wonderful. And you continue on with that pattern until after a while you got sick of it. After a while, it did something to you. It was a life-changing decision from there. Now you could go ahead and start serving the Lord. I'm going to choose God today. It's a God day today. Yes, it is, because God is in charge of my life. He's ahead of my life. He's ahead of my household. He's ahead of my marriage. He's ahead of my children. He's ahead of my finances. He's ahead of my business. He's ahead of my decision-making. He's ahead of, of, of everything, because God wants to be included in everything, right? So when it comes to those decisions, it won't become so heavy, you will already know what to do because God will give you the answer, right? So it's important for you to choose this day whom you will serve. If you choose him today, girlfriend, my brother, honey, your day going to be sweet like candy. (laughs) Sweet like honey. (laughs) 
right? It's going to be sweet. It's going to be enjoyable. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be peaceful. Mm. Right? It's going to be peaceful. Even though you may come across some, some moments, some turbulence in your life or what have you. And yes, that's going to happen for some of us because we can't control how life, you know, how life presents itself. But through those challenges, through those uh, unexpected announcements or what have you, God is still good. (laughs) Come on, come on, come on. God is still good. Anyhow, in the midst of it all, he is still good. In the midst of your tears, he is still good. In the midst of your pain, he is still good. Come on now. Y'all better recognize. If you don't know, you better know. Okay. (laughs) God is still good. You may not understand why this is happening, but God is still good. You may not understand why the relationship had to go this way, but God is still good. Come on now. If you just think of the goodness of Jesus and all what he has done for you lately. (laughs) Baby. Come on now, you get joy in your soul, right? Even after you had shed the tears, because God, he knows how to wipe those tears away. And he knows how to replace those tears with joy. And, and he pours in his, his, his peace in you. Oh my goodness. He's such a great restorer. He knows how to restore your soul. He knows how to replenish you. He knows how to, you know, to quench your thirst. He knows how to feed you well and feed you healthy with his words. Oh, God is awesome, y'all. I'm telling you, make a decision today to choose him. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall what? Rejoice. That's a choice now. We shall rejoice. He, But God said we shall rejoice and be glad in it, right? But some of us choose not to be, to be joyful. <laughs> you better make a choice today and say, I'm going to be joyful today and be exceedingly glad today. Why? Because God has established some wonderful gifts just for you on this day. And you should be looking forward to the gifts that he has for you this day. Hey, here's a couple of gifts right now. His grace and mercy. Come on with that. Come on with that. I love to see the gifts of grace and mercy, baby. Because I need it. I need his grace. I need his mercy to get me through this day because I don't know what the day is going to entail for me. And it may trip me up. It may take me unexpectedly. And those unexpected moments may do something to me now. Come on with it. And I need God's mercy. I need his grace. (laughs) Right? So, yeah, get excited about that. And there's some other additional gifts, some presents that God has for you on this day. But the best presence is his presence. Yes, his presence is here for you today. So I advise you to make a decision to to stay in his presence through the course of this day. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow now. Mm -mm. Tomorrow got enough problems on his own, just like Jesus said. 
Hey, got enough, honey, tomorrow got enough issues on You do not need to waste your pretty brain about tomorrow, honey. You don't, uh-uh, don't do that. Don't do that to yourself, girl. Listen, live for the day. Huh? Live for the day. Okay. I am not caring about tomorrow. Okay. Okay. I'm not. Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. So why should I care about it? Why should, why? Why should I ponder on something Jesus said not to ponder on? That don't make no sense. What You know what I mean? <laughs> so think about today. Think of the fullness of today. That's a decision you need to make, boo. Think about it. Rejoice in it. Be glad in it that you are here today. Yeah. Choices. It's powerful, right? But it doesn't have to be difficult either. Woo! Come on now. <laughs> it doesn't have to be difficult. If you put God first, come on. If you if you choose this day whom you're gonna serve and it's him, and it's him, Jehovah, come on now. Your decisions won't be difficult. Yay, come on with it, everybody. Listen, I hope this blessed you. I hope this came right on time for you. I hope this truly, truly, truly was the it moment for you. Because again, as I said early in the beginning of this podcast, that yeah, there's some of you are dealing with some decisions right now and it's been really heavy on you. But I'm hoping that this came right on time for you. Again, allow God to be your bomb and Gilead. Let him heal you. Let him take away the pain. Let him restore you with his love. Let him go ahead and nurture you with his words. Let him feed you with his words. Let him quench your thirst so you don't have to be thirsty anymore. Let him pour his peace and his joy into your hearts, honey, so you can enjoy this life more abundantly. So when it comes to making decisions today, you will know how to handle it because God will give you the advice you need. Come on with it, right? And even though that decision you make is still going to hurt, it's okay. It's going to hurt for a little while. But God is your healer. (laughs) He's your deliverer. Come on now. Yes, 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 yes. You will get through this, girl. You will get through this. It's going to be all right. Come on. It's going to be all right. Come on, believe that. It's going to be all right. God got you. God got your children. God got your life. It's already in the palm of his hand. Some of you may not even working right now, but God is your provider. Has he not already been providing for you? Mm. Come through now. You better think on the goodness. You better, you better, come on. Sometimes God has to remind you of what he has already done for you lately. And what he is currently doing for you now and what he will continue to do for your tomorrow. Come on. But again, don't you worry about tomorrow now. Jesus told you in his word, don't you worry about tomorrow. But this day, oh, you better embrace it, baby. You better go ahead and have your arms wide open for all the bountiful gifts that he has laid before you. That is amazing, y'all. So listen. I'm going to take some time out, okay? I'm going to take a little summer break from you guys. Um, I will be going on vacation uh, very soon and, um, you know, and, and enjoy the time with family and all that good stuff. But God willing, I'll be back in the fall. Yes, I'm going to take that time out. It's going to be a little bit, but it's going to be worth it. 
But guess what? I planted multiple seeds of different uh, uh, um, episodes here for the past several seasons. So why don't you go ahead and just go back down memory lane and just be blessed by some of the episodes that has been pre-recorded or that has been recorded, I would say. And, you know, pass this along to some of your friends that, you know, are not into podcasting, but they've been thinking about it or they've been trying to find some a podcast that's truly, you know, that feeds the soul and it's very nourishing and inspirational and motivational and all that good stuff. Yeah, just go ahead and say, well, there's a girl I know. There's a podcast I know. Uh, it's called Resilience Is My Beauty and it's amazing. It's awesome or whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to feed the words to you. You know how to tell it. You know how to present it, right? But just share it. Just share it. Just share it, right? And so they can be blessed by this as well. But yes, guys, I will be back very, very soon. And I hope you guys continue to have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, a wonderful month, and a wonderful summer until next time. So we're going to close out with a prayer. And I hope you guys continue to stay blessed and love on somebody today. Be a blessing to somebody today. Because God is being a blessing to you and he surely does love you. So God, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for my family. I ask you, God, to continue to pour your love over your children. You know the issues. You know the problems. You know what they are dealing with right now. And God, you are a healer. You are a provider. You are everything that they are in need of. Help them, oh God, fill the lack that they are experiencing in their life. Continue to uh, bless them in their marriage, in their careers, and help them, God, to make right decisions. But the main decision they need to make is building a relationship with you. I pray that they will draw nigh to you because you have the answer to everything they need. You are the future for all of us, oh God, because you hold our future in your hands. Help us, oh Lord, to not lean on our own understanding about tomorrow, but that you have our tomorrow. Help us, oh God, to to, to come to talk to you, just to have a conversation. But while we are talking to you, help us, oh Lord, to be patient and to listen to you to listen to your voice. We know your voice. We follow you, oh God. Help us, oh God, to follow you at all times so we don't get caught caught up in the motions with our emotions, oh God. We give you praise today because today is a good day because we made the right decision and that is you and always you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.